Hi, I'm Michael Pinter. Welcome to the How to Flip New York podcast, where we teach you how to start or grow a wholesaling or flipping business in New York. If you're getting any value from this podcast, please leave us a review because that helps us out greatly. So we're going to talk about comping properties, right? We get asked a lot. Um, how do you know value? How do you figure this stuff out? Uh, it's definitely something you learn by uh, doing it over time. So I made a couple of videos of like comping properties where you can see my screen. But it, a couple of things. I realized, A, it's only my MLS, which is uh, the one in Long Island, uh, Long Island and Queens. And you may be using a different MLS, so it may not be as effective for you. And also, um, I go pretty fast. That's not great. I mean, the videos are just okay. But I wanted to talk about some of the rules about comping. So the first thing that's crucial in downstate New York, right, which is our area uh, close to the city, is that square footage is not a required uh uh, field. So in most of the country, um, people figure out price per square foot, and that's how they comp. Um, but here, probably 80 to 90 percent of the listings don't have the square footage on, so it's very hard for you to comp it. Now the truth is, it's not that hard to get square approximate square footage, which is really what they should require. And the uh, RMLS is about to merge with Hudson Valley, and maybe it will be required in the future. It's probably a good thing. It's at the time when you're listing something, it's a little bit of a pain in the ass if you don't know the square footage. But there are a lot of ways to find out, and uh, you can guess. And we, there's a disclaimer in there that it's not 100% accurate, but if everybody put square footage in, it would be easier. On occasion, I'll get a call from someone asking me about a listing that we have uh, or, uh, or a wholesale deal that we put out there, and they'll say, what's a square footage? And very often I'll say, I don't know. And sometimes they'll say something like, well, how do I comp it? So that, that tells me a few things. They're probably a beginner. They're certainly a beginner in our area. They might have done a million deals in other areas. In other areas, really, a per square foot number, you take similar properties, you take a per square foot number, and you multiply it by the, by the subject square footage, and you get it. So, But in our area, it doesn't work that way. So how do you look for comps, and what do you do? So a couple of things. I, I try to look for the same style house. So we do, there's probably five or six styles that we do here. So we do a, a colonial, where all the, all the bedrooms are upstairs. A cape where there's two bedrooms downstairs and two bedrooms upstairs, sometimes one, sometimes two. There's a split where there's like a split level with there's four like different levels. You go down, you go up. There's a ranch where everything's on one level. There's a high ranch where there's a downstairs and an upstairs right when you walk in. That covers probably 95% of the properties in our area. So I'll look for a similar style home in an area. So geographically first, I'll do a, I will do a, uh, a map search. So I'm going to look in the specific area where the subject property is. I'm gonna to try to not cross busy streets. I'm gonna try in the, to stay in the, with the same school district. And there are areas where that's very tricky. Let me give you an example. Like Massapequa has four school districts. They have Massapequa schools, Farmingdale schools, Plain Edge schools, and Amityville schools. So you wanna try and stay in the same school district, even though sometimes, you know, school districts are a very funny thing. There are areas where there's a huge difference in school districts, right? Lindbrook has School District 20, which is pretty good, and, and Malvern Schools, which is considered not as good. But occasionally you'll find somebody whose kids started in Malvern Schools, they want to move to Lindbrook, and they want to keep them in the school. So it's a little bit of a complicated thing. But to get value, I would always stay in the same school district just to be sure. Um, so I would check in MLS for in an area. I try to not go out more than an area. I try not to go out more than a uh, a third of a mile, quarter of a mile. If I have to go half a mile, I'll go half a mile. Same style. So if I'm subject, if I'm comping out a cape, I'll look for capes. Same bedrooms and bathrooms. So 
sometimes that makes a big difference sometimes it doesn't for example most houses here have at least two bathrooms or one and a half bathrooms if you have a house that's one bathroom i would only comp properties with one bathroom to get an idea of what it can go for um but if you have two and then it's two and a half it might not make that much of a difference but i'm going to try and stay same bedrooms bathroom same style in the same area without crossing busy streets in the same school district and i'm going to look for what they paid most recent comps are more valuable so our uh, mls which is again horrible maybe the worst mls i've ever seen and i've seen mls's from all over the country when you compare it to chicago florida almost all of them in california it's it, it is horrible and the main reason why it's horrible is because it doesn't let you do a simple comp search so what what i would love to do is i love to put a subject property in there say i want everything within a quarter of a mile and i want only properties that closed or were listed in the last six months for example our mls cannot do that if you're doing geographic then you have to you cannot do these kinds of limited uh searches so but so i'll draw i'll draw a map and then i will start uh and then i have to uh, do a sort by date so i get the most recent and then i'll start uh searching for the style and look for bedrooms and bathrooms and prices and see what they are and then i'll look through them and see what the conditions are so um when we do comp searches right if we're looking to buy a property we're going to look for three things we're going to look for what fully renovated houses went for right that gives us an arv so it tells us what we can really pay for it if we wanted to rehab it and what another investor would pay for it if they want to rehab it I'll look for what cruddy houses, old cruddy houses are going for. So if I'm buying a real cruddy house and I may be able to just make it livable, what will that go for? It's in case I want to wholetail it, I want to buy it, do minimal work to it and sell it retail. And then I'll also look at what investors are paying for. So I'll look at REOs, which are real estate owned properties that a bank bought. What happens is that properties go into foreclosure auctions very often a third party does not buy that property, but it'll go back to the lender or back to the plaintiff, as they say at the auctions. Then it becomes an REO, a real estate owned, where a bank is going to sell it. Most of those have to go to investors. And I'll also look for short sales, also most of which will go to investors. So I'll look for REOs and short sales. And then I'll look at those properties that are fully renovated, and I'll go back in the history and see uh, pub, uh, the, the public data, and I will see what it, they paid for it. So that'll give me what investors are paying now for recent REOs and um recent reos and short sales and also if i look at fully renovated properties i'm not in the middle for fully renovated properties um, i'm going to look at what they paid before now that tells me what they paid six months a year ago so it's not as good but if i get an idea that every investor is paying you know in the mid twos for properties here and selling them in the low fours that gives me a good good idea so uh, in a situation where it's a knockdown or it's just land i'll look for new construction and i'll see what the what the uh, builder paid for the land so those are the situations that that's based the basics of comping right you can't really use per square footage here like i said because 80 to 90 percent of the listings don't have the approximate square footage in it right usually things that are very big that they'll put the square footage into say to show hey this is a 4,000 square foot house but most properties you know the thousand to two thousand square foot properties do not have the square footage in it, and then you can't comp it out with a per square foot basis so that's what you're looking for this is not um well, I'm not gonna say it's not a science. There's a science to it, but it's also more of an art of feeling it, right? Because you have to compare um, condition, right? So sometimes we'll see comps, and the comps uh, have a master bathroom that looks great, but the other bathroom there's no picture of, right? The little hint is if they're not showing you pictures of all the bathrooms, it's because the bathrooms are pretty old and cruddy. But 
what we found is that very often, um, if the master bathroom is well redone, maybe the kids' bathroom, and then there'll be another bathroom in the basement or in the kitchen, it's not done, um, that may not affect the sale price. So you have to look at these comps, look at condition, and get a feel. But it's what's crucial, what's crucial is that you don't screw things up by missing something obvious. So let me give you an example. There's an area by us called West Hempstead. West Hempstead has a large Orthodox Jewish population. The areas with, where the Orthodox Jews will move to near the synagogues, right, because the Orthodox Jews, like myself, will, um, we, don't, we don't drive on, on Saturday, so we need to be able to walk to the synagogue. So within a mile, mile and a half of the synagogues, um, that area is going to go for more than the area on the other side of the train tracks. So there's a, there's a railroad going through, uh, the Long Island Railroad goes through there. So you have to look and not comp properties from one side of the tracks to the other. So it's important to not cross busy streets, not cross uh, large uh, parks or railroad tracks, and making sure that you comp properties from one side uh, with themselves and properties on the other side with themselves. So that's an easy way to screw up. Also, school districts are a big way to screw up. I know, I know, the, the example I gave before in, in Lindbrook, we've had people say, hey, this property is a great deal. And then I'll look at it and I'll say, you're in the wrong school district. They don't even know what I'm talking about. So that's somebody who just doesn't understand. They say, Lindbrook's great. They, they, when they, I, the investor didn't comp it out right. Right? They didn't notice the difference between School District 20 and School District 12. And there is. Not that there's anything wrong with School District 12. Some people will want to be in School District 12 and not want to be in School District 20. But the average buyer out there, there could be a premium of fifty dollars to $100,000 for school district sometimes because people want to be in a better school district. Right? It's complicated, right? I just looked at one in Roslyn with a couple of school districts. They're both top 10 school districts in the state. But one is better than the other. Great, Nick, also. There's a lot of areas where they have really good school districts. It's hard to figure out, but I will only look at that school district just to be sure. Even though some people tell me the other school district is better or worse, I, I don't know. So I try and keep in the same school district if it, if, it, if it gets complicated. So those are the basics of comping out. We're going to show a couple of videos going forward on uh, us actually uh, me actually comping out some property so you can get a better idea if you're using our, our multiple listing service. Um, but... Um, you're, if you're in a different area, your MLS is probably better than ours. But uh, this, these are just the basics so you understand um, the concepts. Hey, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, go to howtoflipnewyork.com for more information about the various ways that I can help you. And again, if you can leave a review, uh, that would really help us out.